You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Home on qualified opinion and unwavering bias. Here on a Monday, don't know the date. We're here. We're hurting. We're, we're, we're living. We're breathing. We're crying. We're dying. Skirting, flirting. Squirting. Squirting. Sure. Sure. Snorting, growling, howling, Howling, prowling. How are you, mate? Welcome back. Shout out to that saying. Yeah. Which is obviously the the motto of the show. Snorting, growling, howling, prowling. Uh, It's obviously on the back of the baggy greens. But our new listeners may not have heard it before. No, they might not have. If you you haven't, now you have. My old man is a, is a serious new listener. Like, he's started, like, pounding the podcast, but he doesn't always understand what it means. He's like, you got to explain to people what fucking DMC means. I'm like... People, no. Like, well, like, I get that you do on some level every once in a while. You go, and for those of you that don't know, Dirty DMC, Dirty Merger Club. But, like, I'm just like, when he starts coming, you're like, well, Dior. I'm like, okay, dude, like, fucking crumpet. Crumpet. I'm like, I can't have these conversations with you. <laughs> Fucking, con- it's it's concerning, but um, yeah, it's not great on how I'm proud. Obviously, the motto of the show, Eddie, you're now in a post-COVID world for you. COVID proof now. COVID proof. <sighs> you don't COVID sound proof. well though either. No, I don't sound well. Maybe that's because I didn't treat my body like a temple on the weekend. I don't know. Maybe that was the case. Maybe it wasn't, but maybe it was. There's, there's, there's no one else that I know who's like going to recover from COVID and then go straight into a bender <laughs> like you. Like a, get the all clear, beautiful, pack up the golf bag and go on a fucking three-day golf trip. Two-day. Two-day golf trip. Sorry. One and a half. Sue me. Started raining. Fuck this. Well, you stopped playing golf and then you just ripped in. So it's essentially the same thing. But COVID wasn't too bad. Like it wasn't. No. Some people have it worse than others. Some people have it worse than others. Pretty simple. I got a mildish case of it. Bit of a shitty cough. Pretty congested for the first day, two days. Monday, Tuesday last week were the worst. And then I was on the mend. And you were isolating in your house? Isolating in the living room, trundle bed in the living room. I'm on the trundle, but then I've also got the 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 freedom of a living room that yes. it provides. You can move around a little bit. Well, it's got like there's like there's TVs and couches and there's an area for my computer, but then there's also a bed in there. So like, it's a good room to isolate in a living room as yes. opposed to a bedroom, which I can find to be quite claustrophobic because there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to sit. Yes. Yeah, just sit. And there's be. nowhere to sit. Laying down, like, not that I'm anti-laying. Well, we love getting horizontal. But there is something about the ability to sit if you want. The beauty of getting horizontal is that it's, you don't have to be horizontal. It's like, I could be standing, I could be sitting, but I'm getting horizontal. If you're forced into the horizontal life... Yes. Then yes. it's not... Exactly. Like, if you could only be horizontal, you're like, ooh... Then you become like Grandpa Joe and, and the other grannies and grandpas in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That's right. There's four of them in that fucking Yeah, there are. Too. And they've all got bed sores and they're all playing footsies. That's a nightmare. They're all playing footsies. Like, God knows we're on in that bed. Not good for anyone. The incontinence oh, in that mate. bed like, would be fucking all, disgraceful. They were all rocking bedpans as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a bedpan operation. That, that bed would be soaked. 
soaked, mate. You can't tell me that someone didn't play a shocker in that bedpan. It looked really soft as well from memory. That's sort of, I guess, what that was a sign of the times, though, as well, in that, you know, impoverished people, you had to work together, you had to take care of the elderly. They weren't necessarily, you know, old folks' homes. They yeah. weren't that rich. I get all that. You had to cram four old fucks into a bed and just hope that they didn't poo themselves. Yeah, I know, but part of me's also thinking, like, were they, were they putting that on? Were they faking it? Well, it, it seems like because Grandpa pretty, Joe hopped out of bed the first skip, sign of a chocolate factory. Skipped out of bed. Oh, we're going to a chocolate factory? Yeah, bum. Oh, my legs work again. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was weird. That was weird. It's a miracle. Christmas miracle. Yeah, Grandpa Where Joe actually one of the sickest. Like, you think he's all good. The story's all like, oh, he's a sweet granddad. Nah, that guy has been mooching off his family for far too long. Yeah, he's a moocher. He gets an opportunity to get into a chocolate factory and he just and like, yeah. yoink. Yoink, I'm taking that spot. It's yeah. like, you've not earned it. You've, you've been, been sitting in bed for 50 you've years. Been, he's literally been in, been in bed for 50 years when you could walk around. You probably, as soon as everyone leaves the house, you'd Yeah, you go and fucking... Anyway. That's by the by. Yeah, that is by the by. Point is, I wasn't forced to be horizontal. I could be horizontal if I wanted and it made it far more enjoyable, Tom, an experience. The trundle. What's the trundle life like? Um, trundle life is okay. I'm not anti the trundle. It's not actually a trundle bed. Would you class a trundle bed as one that folds up? Yes. Not a trundle then. It's just like a single bed on wheels. Well, how does it? How is it? How is it stored? Don't know. It would have to be stored on its side. With the wheels poking out? Like the? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really thought about well, where do, it would what be is, do, you, do you not pack any of the shit up in your house? Do you like have someone else to do someone, this for like you? Like the cousin was staying there and that's why the trundle was out. I don't know where it's come from. But where's it gone? Is it still there? It's still there. Okay. But it's, it was, it's been there. And it's... I used it. Okay. And, and now, then, now it's you still there. Okay, okay. And I don't know where it's come from. So you don't feel an obligation to clean up after yourself because technically it was already there. I washed all the sheets and shit. Yeah, Everything yeah, yeah. Everything was clean. Yes, but you But I don't know bed. where it goes. Okay. And you don't think that folds up? I don't think it does. Now, I could be wrong, but it's on wheels. That's why trundle beds are on wheels. But this doesn't have like a... Uh, You can tell by laying on it, it wouldn't fold in half. This doesn't have a a hinge point. Does that make sense? It does. It makes sense that... What you're saying makes sense. What doesn't make sense to me is how anyone's storing a fucking bed like that that doesn't fold up. That seems cumbersome and... Lacking in any sort of like... Well, I wonder if the wheels screw off, maybe. Or what if they like, if this is the bed, wheels down here, what if the wheels just go like, the wheels fold up, like plain wheels sort of, and then it's just you're storing a flat bed. Maybe. Still seems stupid, but, and then you can store that under a bed. I think that would be better than... Folding up. Well, not doing anything. Well, if it's doing nothing, then you got, you're wasting your money on a trundle bed. That's right. So... I'm not anti the trundle. The trundle did a good job. I, I didn't love that it was on wheels because sometimes you would wake up and you would have moved, and like how far? Well, like I don't. I didn't like being away from the wall. I liked. Do you sure. Know? Yeah. No. I get. It. I like being near the wall. Yeah, especially on a single. Sure. Because there's not like other room. You know what I mean? Like you can. A there's nowhere to go. Yeah, there's nowhere to go. So you may as well not have the illusion of space on either side yes. of you when really you're in a coffin. Yeah. <laughs> so that was annoying. But like, 
if if the biggest problem that I had was that I was I would get a little bit too far away from the wall. How far is too far though? Because I'm interested. Like how you just does just the mere act of rolling over like make the thing just like it could do. Yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting. interesting. Momentum creates momentum. I yeah no look I get you. Momentum generation. Great doco. Shout Kelly Slater coming on the show soon. <laughs> quiet. Um, Go on a little bit quiet. No, it's all right. We'll wait till the new studio's up and running and then we'll. Then he'll be in. Then he'll be in. Then he'll be that. in. Um, but you're feeling good now. Feeling tip top. How'd you hit him on the weekend? Tip top's the one good on your mum. I hit them like this. Front nine, day one, fucking awful. Me and TJ played together, shit up, bro. We were pure shit. But then we came real good. Birdies, pars, ripping, tearing. Come on like a fucking freight train. Did real well. We were 13 over the, through the front nine on day one. And then we went like three over back nine, four or five over on the front nine on the second day. And then we packed it up because it was wet. We went and we ripped and we teared and we putted on ponies and I had a big win and it was great. Big win? Big win. Big win. Big win. Can we beep out how much you won? Ooh-wee! It's a good win. That's nice. Pays for everything. And some. That's delicious. How are you though, Tom? Just, well, I can get to me in just a, in a brief moment. You didn't come last though, right? No. Who came last? Nick Mallet, Nick Parsons. Was that always, was that like written in the stars for them? It's well, you know, sometimes you go on these golf trips, you're like, you kind of know who's coming last. Well, this was the first time we like did a handicap thing, so it evened things up a lot. They only lost by two strokes, I think. But Nick Parsons has spent like his whole life hitting right handed clubs, but hitting overhand. So he's like, left hand is on the bottom, oh, right shit. yeah, why? I don't, well, fuck. So he's been trying to get lessons, and, and every time they go, they go, we can't coach you, bro, you, like, that, like that. You're going to have to just either put your hand back over the proper way or start hitting left-handed clubs, which is what he started doing. So he, like, went to the weekend hitting left-handed. What's weird about that, though, is that you're used to swinging a right-handed way. Yes. Like, direction. Yes. So to, to change it to left is still, it's not like a, an easy fix. Like, no. oh, you've basically just been playing left anyway. It's not an easy fix at all. That's, At all. That's so weird that he's just been doing that. You know, you, know, you find yeah, like yeah. in like villages, like, you know, you see there's like documentaries, some random village where it's like, oh, there's a human that's been walking on their hands and feet their entire life. So they like run like a dog. You're like, well, how are we going to coach this out of them? Yes. Very odd stuff. Seriously odd stuff. That's almost like, was he almost like a little bit sh- like uh, ashamed of his golfing? You know, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm like this freak. No. I'm a golfing freak who just doesn't. No, I don't think he's ever. He doesn't give a shit. But like, it's, it just got to a point where it's it's becoming unmanageable. I think. Yeah, it's untenable now. Like we've indulged this sort of weird golfing behaviour for long enough. Yeah, but I mean, they were good sports about it. it Dude, the it fact is. they were they only lost by two strokes, and he's playing left-handed for the first time is pretty impressive. Very impressive. Very impressive. But a good weekend ahead by all. Benny Porter and Andrew Parsons won. Congratulations. I was mid-pack yet again. Hmm? Mid-pack, I, mid-pack yeah. You've never come close, have you? I was like, I was one, I was one strike off the league after one round last year, and then me and Max just... And how do you work out whose like, team you're on? Is it just a... Out of a hat. Oh, okay, nice. That's good. That seems reasonable. Well, Eddie, I'm in a post-cheeseburger world. 
I'm in a world that is now different. I woke up on a Friday morning having not been a man that's pounded cheeseburgers into the core of the earth. I woke up Saturday. How many was what, how many have, had you had in one sitting going into that? Had you ever had more than two? I wouldn't think so. Maybe if it was like someone bought a shitload of them and you were hungover or something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but not anything that I know to be true in my mind. Mm. It's not a fun way to spend a day, I can tell you. Like, it's it is the toughest. It is the toughest thing to do and obviously there are things in life that you know some may argue are tougher but i'd argue that eating heaps of cheeseburgers might be the hardest thing shout out to waterloo maccas for housing me it was very kind of them they didn't i didn't i didn't tell them what i was doing but i think they got an inkling after a while this guy's just sitting in the same seat pounding cheeseburgers yeah, yeah. there's like the today did you end up talking to him about it no they just laugh at me when i'd go and get them when I'd go and get more, um, it was, you know, there was some colourful characters around Waterloo Maccas. I used to live right near there, so it just felt like a comfortable place. But there was some, you know, ind- hairy individuals every once in a while. I, um, a couple of dribblers came through, which was nice. What, had they been looking for you? Yeah, like a couple found us. They were like, they were like, um... So, well, some that found us in the sense where they were like, I work near a McDonald's, so I thought, fuck it, I'll come and check. Yeah. And then they find me, and I'm sitting there with like half a cheeseburger and nothing. I'm like, who the fuck's this person? Like, oi. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, bloody Jorge Alday of Baggy Green member fame. He found us with his mate. Uh, they came and we shared a cheesy. We cheers to cheesy and fucking. Oh, you cheers? Yeah, one? we cheers with them. Cheers to cheesy and pounded one together, which was nice. Oh, that's nice. Uh, funnily enough, and then and then Kempy came as well, and Kempy sat with me probably for like the final hour. We just shot the shit and pounded them. What I initially thought like having people there with me would make it harder because they're watching you and it's a shameful act. <laughs> but yeah. it actually helped. To have people distract you from how... Like, it gave me a second win to, like, come home strong. Yeah, because, mate, what, 12 to 19, I thought you were done. I thought I was done. I thought I was done. I was like, I'm going to be here forever. And that was a concern. But then, I think the thing was, it was like, I was just... I just set achievable targets. It was, oh, he's fucked that. Um... You know, it wasn't about like, oh, okay, here we go. I've got five more. Let's just pound through. It was like, just have one. Shoot the shit. Before you know it, you just start opening another one. <laughs> like, it didn't feel good. The, the crazy thing is about how tired it makes you. Because whatever's in there is not good. No, it's not good. It's not good at all. No, it's And fucked. like, I very much considered at certain points, like, I had my laptop and had all my phone and like all this different shit. And I was like, maybe I just like wrap this all, like pack it all into my bag and then just like lay down on the thing and have a sleep. I felt that tired. I was like, don't. You're going to have a nap in Macca's. Well, I didn't have a nap. But you thought about it. The idea crossed my mind. Yeah. Listen, dude, when you are in that situation, nothing's off the table. No idea is a bad idea because you're already making bad ideas or bad (laughs) decisions, you know, like you have to consider everything. And there was a consideration and a serious one at that, that I was going to have a sleep on the bench outside McDonald's. I didn't do it. 
and I'm glad for that, but I could have. You could have, because it crossed your mind. Yeah, it I understand that. So the first, what was the first three? You, you knew you were fucked? Knew you were in trouble? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think, I think first two. I went live on IG. Shout out to IG. Um, I went live and I had the first two. And then I think the second two I jammed together in a you double. You did, yes. And that was like, I, was, I knew I was in some trouble then. Because I was just like, this is so much more than I had anticipated. The, the effect of the bun. Everyone was like, dude, good luck on the toilet tonight, dude. And I was, like, I was like, well, Steph made a good point. She was like, dude, I actually don't know if you're ever going to shit again. No, no, that's what people that I was with were saying. They're like, bro, he could be constipated for days. Yeah, yeah. Days, because these things aren't good for you. No, they're not. They're fucked up. My mum my mom and my sister were so concerned, which is like over the top concerned. But they oh, were, were they? Yeah, yeah, like fucking you know why are you doing this like you don't need this i'm like dude i'm like hey relax like i i know that it's not healthy like we are we understand here that it's not healthy yes, right yes i'm not doing this i'm not on a diet eating 19 fucking macca's burgers <laughs> i have to do this yeah you had to this was i had to do it you had to yeah so you know but then my sister the next day is sending me like this is what you should be eating for today like you know you're gonna clean out your liver's gonna be working overdrive trying to process i'm like i get it and she's right i'm sure my liver was working overdrive but i basically just fasted for fucking 24 hours after i did it i just didn't eat anything i just drank water is that we did yeah yeah i just didn't eat as soon as i finished oh bro i went home after i finished Mm. i just said to steph i'm like (laughs) Like, it felt good once you finished, but then I'm, like, sitting in the car. Honestly, driving home was, like, I felt like it was dangerous for me to be on the roads. It was how tired I was when I finished driving home. Like, I was just not there. But I was on the phone to Steph, and I was like, listen, when I get home, I still, like, I need to be fucking, I'm going to come home, have a shower, and I need to go to bed. Like, I feel like I've been, you know, in um, old school when Will Ferrell gets hit with a tranquilizer dart? Two's a fucking dart in your neck. (laughs) And he sort of collapses into the pool. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I've been hit with a trank and I just need to lay down. She was like, yeah, that's cool. We'll leave the house. So I got back and I had a shower and I got into bed. And then I've obviously just conked the fuck out, like just passed out. Oh my God. Completely, like I was completely out. And then I get a phone call and I just sort of like startles me awake and I'm looking at my phone and it says 5.15, the sun's up and it's fi- and I'm like, Wait, what the fuck? Why is Steph calling me at 5.15 in the morning? What's going on? Why is the sun up? Is she all right? Like, what's happening? And I just start freaking out. Like, because I don't know what's going on. Nothing makes sense. And, like, it took me maybe 30 seconds to a minute to realise today's the same day you pounded cheesies into the earth. You've fucked yourself up so much that you've completely passed out and you've only actually been asleep for two hours. But it felt like I'd been asleep for an entire night. And then it, I woke up and I was so out of it. I was out of it for like the next maybe three hours. Like I just couldn't pay attention. Like I was just... Oh, it fucked you dude, up. Dude, like it, it, proper, it proper fucked me. I was like, oh, this is... Obviously you are aware of like, you know, what you put into your body is going to like help your body to be its best. Energy. Energy. <laughs> yeah. But to be like, like focused. In car, bro. To be sharp. To be just even, just to be present. And it was like, oh, to eat this much bad food on, on mass, on, at scale, it'll I, fuck you. I wonder what is going on down at the, the 
molecular level. Yeah. Like, dude, they're probably. Is it, is it because your body's using so much energy trying to digest this shit? Is that what it is? Is that what's. Probably. Pro- but also, like, I guess if you've got that much sugar in something, it's like this. I want. Can you just. How much oh, sugar you're like is, a sugar crash. How maybe. much sugar is in a cheeseburger? It's a fair bit, I think. I bet you it is. The rumor that was always that they put the pickle on the bun because. It then makes it like. Otherwise, it was classed as a dessert. Yeah, mm, it's so uh, six grams of sugar in a cheeseburger. That's not as much as I thought. What's nineteen times six that's, though? So sixty. What twenty? Hundred twenty. Like hundred fifteen. Yeah. Oh wait, hang on. Sorry, that's uh, it's six grams per hundred grams. So it's actually seven grams overall. Oh, well. So a cheeseburger's seven hundred grams. We looked it up. You, it was like it was like forty nine hundred calories or something. Call it five thousand calories that you had that's so bad just in maccas just in one sitting yeah well over five hours obviously five hours 17 i can't believe you had 19 19's fucked i didn't think you'd i because when we were talking about it i was like i was in obviously the the plan was to do 20 and four but i was like i don't reckon that's possible no but i had you down for like the, like I got 14. a I, di- I got a better start than I thought I got in the sense that like I think I had six or seven in the first hour mm. and so I was kind of ahead of the game a little bit in terms of my required output to knock off twenty and four I ended up doing nineteen and five but I just started chipping away and they sort of it just sort of happened quicker. And like when people rock up, they buy you one. Whereas if they hadn't rocked up, I probably just would have been laying there and not eating them. Yeah. But it was like, oh, well, fucking, you got to have some. <laughs> what was the longest period in between cheesies? I don't know, but there was a period certainly after, I think maybe after the six or seven in the first hour. And then I had like one in the second, like at the start of the second hour. And I was like, nah, bruh, fuck this. And I went and sat on the toilet. And then I was like (laughs) trying to read the paper and like just, you know. Anyway, not a, I was at a, I was at a a birthday party, like a a 60th or not 60th, like 70th maybe, or just like 69th or. A birthday party. A birthday party for elderly people. And my mum kept bringing up what I was doing and just like me trying to explain to like old people who are like, have lived a life of like, they're like someone owns a restaurant and someone like, you know, does this. And so, and it's like, oh yeah, my son, he does podcasting and he fucking ate 19 cheeseburgers on Friday. And I'm like, yeah, look, I don't know how to explain that to you without it sounding as ridiculous as it sounds, but I did do it. And technically it was my job. So. Well, it was your job. Well, I know, but you know, like trying to explain that to someone who's, built a career on like something that's not completely fucking stupid the world's changed bro the world's changed (laughs) you can now be a professional cheeseburger eater um i would advise against it i will never do it again i'm never entering into any bet where that's the outcome will you have another cheeseburger in your life do you think or do you think you're you and the like where are you and the cheeseburger at are you still mates we're cool are you still cool? It's not, it's not the cheeseburger's fault that I had to do what I had to do. I don't want one for a while. And I was never a huge cheeseburger operator anyway. You know? What's your go-to burger? I fucking don't have a go-to burger at Macca's. I like chicken nugs. I'm a big nugs guy. So I'll get like maybe 10 nugs, chips. Oh, actually, sausage and egg muffin. Sausage and egg is my go-to. 
huge go-to. Now, you can get the Mighty McMuffin, which I had a couple of weeks ago and I was hungover, and we're not sponsored by McDonald's. Bacon, soso, sauce. That actually is really fucking good. But I'm a soso is like my bread and butter. It's your bread and butter. What are you? Good pounder. Of course. That's meat and potatoes. Apparently, that's the most unhealthy one, though. Wouldn't, well, double quarter pounders. Well, you would assume so, yeah, but of there, maybe they're stable. Double range. quarter pounders are smacky. Yeah. They're the smackiest burger all time. Yeah, that's basically. I don't reckon you could have more than. Like, I reckon if you had three of them, that's it. Well, you know what? In Good terms night. of, like, if you want sort of a, a natural opiate where you don't have to, like, do heroin or morphine, just have three to four double quarter pounders and you'll be. Yeah. Out of it. You'll yeah, stop comatose. feeling. You won't yeah. feel anything anymore. No, no. And your legs might stop working. Yes. So be careful. Have I ever told you about the McGriddle? Oh, no, I've heard of the McGriddle. What's a McGriddle? McGriddle is basically a egg and bacon McMuffin. So it's got cheese, egg and bacon. But instead of the like buns, they have two kind of pancake things which are filled with maple syrup. Oh, dude. Where the fuck are McGriddles served? America. Yeah, America. They were in New Zealand for a limited time, like Turkey, Canada, Poland, Japan, Mexico, Philippines, Singapore. Never came to Australia. We don't need that in our life. No, that there's nothing about that that says Australia to me. Well, it, like they, I, the, the KFC where it was like the chicken was the buns is probably as close as I've yeah, seen. Yeah, but this is very like... Yankee. Maple saucy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. chicken put bacon. In, let's go to the ice rink. Like. I'll tell you what I never understood in America. Would they have grits? Don't know what a grit is. Can you just check grits in America? I think it's called grits. With a it's Z or an S? G-R-I-T-S, maybe. What is grits? I think it's like, a, I have, I'd always heard it, and I was like, I don't know what these are. And I'm pretty sure when I was over there, it's like a porridgey thing. Yeah, so it says here, grits is a porridge made from boiled cornmeal. Cornmeal. Okay. But it seems like it's something that's massive over there, or at least massive compared to here. Or is it just their porridge and they just call it grits? And I just am overthinking. I feel like it might just be their porridge because okay. they're big on their corn and stuff. There, okay. They got lots of that. Well, that's fair. Um, uh, the di- yeah, the dish originated in, with Native American tribes. Um, and American colonists learned to make the dish from the Native Americans. It quickly became an American staple. I think it was probably one of those foods like, you know, 50, 60 years ago that you could just make even if you had like two cents because you just boil up a bit of corn. Yeah, right. A nice, easy dish. Mm. <laughs> Um, nice I'm thinking of trying to just go vegan this week after. Vegetarian or vegan? Well, whatever. I'm still going to eat fish. Pescatarian. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still eat fish, but everything else. Good for you, buddy. I just feel like I need a fucking reset. Well, are you milk? You definitely need a reset. Milk in your coffee today? Oat milk? What do we have? Oat milk. Oat milk. All right. Now, Off have to a good start. Has the, have the cheeseburgers left the building? I think so. I think that, you know what, like, we're talking about, like, you know, are you just going to never shit again after 19 cheeseburgers? I think for me, and again, I apologise to anyone who is eating their breakfast or a meal of any situation while you listen to this. I am a frequent user of the bathroom anyway, so the fact that it really, it slowed me down, it slowed down the sort of the production line to from maybe two to three a day to one a day, Mm. I think that was its version of gumming me up so i assume they've left the building now but i don't think they'd left the building yesterday 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And it was like I have it. it none of it's felt like good. No, I it hasn't been like. Oh, this is like the worst experience ever. It's kind of like COVID. I've had worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't good. There was also a part of me that was a little disconcerted as to how well I took it. Like, I didn't feel great on Saturday, but I didn't feel that bad. <laughs> as in, you could you could do it again? No, definitely I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> but I didn't feel as bad on the Saturday as I thought I'd feel. My body was like, "All right, we can work through this." You've probably punished us worse in some respects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you probably well, you would have, you know, mm. who would have? Yeah. Anyway. There you go, punters and dribblers. There you go. All right, Eddie, time for a bit of uh, rugby league. God's winter sport. The greatest game of all. When we talk rugby league on this show, we do it for our good friends at KO. The only place to watch rugby league live and uninterrupted, ad-free during play. Fuck the rest. KO's the best. Um, I will say this. It's only taken two rounds, and yesterday... Sitting on the couch, Steph goes to me, we, we watching footy again? She was like, third night in a row with footy on TV? I'm like, yeah. That's right, we're back. She's like, how long for? I'm like, October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. October. It's, it's on four nights a week. Yeah, set your watch, October. See you then. Yeah. I get the same in summer from Elsa with the cricket. She's like... Well, there's no escape really, is it? It's, it's how many tests we got this year? Five. How many days again? Five. Yeah, and doesn't doesn't help that we also have. I mean, at least that Pakistan series has been a pile of shit, so it hasn't been on as much as it would have been had it been a good test. But it's like, if it's not rugby league at the moment, it's test cricket still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Test cricket's still on, still on. And then on Sundays, it's usually grown adults bashing the shit out of each other. Well, there's we're two weekends time, Volkanovski. Yeah. So you know, there's no escape. No. Driblets that might be listening because they're forced to listen because their boyfriend's got it on. No, or dribblers whose driblets love it. Exactly, it goes both ways. Know this, no, there's no escape. There's no respite. There's no letting up. You're in the thick of it now, and it's only going to get worse unless you learn to love it. If you right. embrace it, it gets better. If you it's fight better. it, it gets worse. Exactly. So maybe just lean into it instead yep. of leaning out. Yep. Lean in, learn to love instead of leaning out. And your life will be filled with hate and it'll be joyless and soulless. You want to talk about joyless, Eddie? Yeah. Do you want to talk joyless? I'm happy to just touch on joyless for a second on what, on what a joyless existence feels like. Yep. And whilst you and I know as well as anyone, the first four rounds of a competition count for nothing. They mean nothing. The first four rounds are useless. They're meaningless. They yeah, might like, as well not have them. May as well be coriander of rugby league. No one gives a shit. It is important for you and I to acknowledge because we are, you know, the preeminent voices when it comes to taking licks and that movement. Manly, not looking great. I don't want to say bad necessarily, but not well, looking good. I don't want to use the word bad, Tom. But I don't want to be forced to use the word bad. Yeah. I'm going to use the word bad. But I will say this, Tom. I will say this. 
sitting with a bunch of Roosters fans watching yeah. that game made it really hard to enjoy myself because mm. mm. I'm getting licked left, I'm getting licked right, getting licked all night. And when my boys, my manly boys, roll out a performance that they will all admit, all of them, not up to scratch peninsula standards for a club that prides itself on one thing and one thing only that's winning games of football that's winning games of rugby league football and winning winning rings yep that's what we pride ourselves on now the first two rounds of this season have not been up to scratch i haven't liked what i've seen it hasn't put a pep in my step. There's been no lead in the pencil. There's of been anyone no on the lead in the pencil. There's been nothing to celebrate, nothing to get hard for. We were hard for the speed of stubby, cooler preseason, and and that erection has fucking dissipated quicker than you can say. Oh and two. <laughs> I we've bad, we haven't really looked like scoring a try. Two D comes to mind. Yeah. Yep. You know, if you want to start talking dimensions, yep. there's obviously 2D, that's two-dimensional, that's flat. Then there's 3D, three-dimensional, three, up, down, left, right, around, blah, 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 three dimensions. Yep. I like to play my footy, or at least watch my footy being played three-dimensionally. Yes. That's what I like to see. I'm seeing 2D stuff out there. I'm seeing flat objects. I'm seeing squares and circles when I yeah. want to be seeing cubes and spheres, baby. That's it. I need spheres and cubes. I need cylinders. I need... Uh, Triangular prisms. Thank you, Dave. Prisms. Prisms. Prisms, cylinders, spheres, cubes. Cubes. That, that's what I want. We aren't seeing that at the moment. I'm not seeing it. I'm seeing rectangles and triangles and shit, dude. I don't want to single anything out. I'm not singling anyone out. No, you wouldn't do that. But what I will say is this, for those people out there, and shockingly and unshockingly at the same time, there are some who like have a crack at Turbo, oi, fucking Turbo's gone missing, oi, where's Tommy Turbo, oi, flat track, calling Turbo even a flat track bully, where you're like, the fucking guy was New South Wales player of the series, Origin player of the series, just to start with, the hardest fucking competition that NRL provides, and he was the best player in that. You want to say he's a fucking flat track bully or like, you know, you're an absolute fucking idiot who doesn't understand rugby league if you say that. But just in the context of the start of the season, where's Turbo? I will say that our forwards have not done... They haven't set a great platform for the backs to roll off the back of on thursday when do we play thursday friday who gives friday. a fuck we didn't get a fifth tackle inside of the opposition's 20 almost for the whole fucking game we didn't get any attacking football makes it hard when you don't have a platform rugby league's all about platform field possession bro yep didn't see a platform didn't see much field possession i didn't see any it was it's difficult for Tommy to fucking swing that lasso of a, of a hog around when, and again, not singling anyone out here, but our front rowers, starting front rowers. Now, I got sent this stat, so I don't know if it's true or not, but I think ran for like seven metres each in the first half. I don't know how that happens. Seven metres each? That could be wrong. I don't that know. That sounds low. It sounds low. It sounds really low. I'm not equipped 
to play rugby league professionally, at least anymore. But well, I don't understand how that's possible. Seems that seems like you could only have made two carries. Yeah, it does. Off or you're just the, or like like, and I think that's even cons- like three and a half meters a carry. Dave, if you can find any stats, just run meter stats for some of the... And don't say names. I don't want to be... Well, fuck it. We can say names. Um, like when you've got 10 meters and you're coming off a long run, surely... But I wonder if you, lose, if you get taken back in a tackle if you lose meters or if you run across field. Like yeah, yeah that, of course. Whether that reduces there's from There's a whole over. half. There's 40... Yeah. Listen, Dave will find that 40 the numbers minutes. and figures for us. I... If I was to say anything, and I'm pretty much only basing this off one specific play, but I feel like it's fair that I can extrapolate it, much like radio ratings to the entire game. The Roosters were offside the entire match. Now, is that why we lost? No, it's not. It's not at all. I'm not saying that. But the Roosters were offside the entirety of those 80 minutes. They were never onside once. Literally not once. I've never seen a side more offside in the history of rugby league and it fucking boiled my piss. But it was not the reason we lost. It's funny, right? When, you, when you're playing poorly, you will always look, at least I always do, you start looking for offsides. And when you start looking for them, they're, they're everywhere. fucking everywhere. Like, Queensland were offside the entire time in that 8-0. No, no, no. We know that to be true. Well, they literally basically were playing on the New South Wales side of the field. That's how offside they were. But we know they're offside. Like, we've done, the, we've done our own research mm. and they were offside the whole time. Now, I agree with you that the Roosters are offside the whole time. Having said that, if our big boys were laying a foundation for our boys out the back to start whipping their hogs out and working and working and working, then I probably wouldn't have noticed. That's what I'm saying. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, where to from here? Well, it's not panic stations. No. We've got the Bulldogs this week. There's a W. Then we get back th- things back on track. Yep. Same thing happened last year. We lost four in a row. Then we got a fucking we got a gift in the Warriors. We grind out a W there, and then we start working and working and working. I see the same thing happening this week. We get the dogs, kicks us into gear. Yep. We're into the season now. We're ripping. We're tearing. We're too stacked, top from top to bottom. We're too goddamn stacked for this to be a problem long term. Mm. It's a short term problem. Okay, that we need to find quick solutions for, but I believe in Des. I uh, I don't give out advice. No, you don't. Not for free, anyway. No, I don't. I, I do have an online self help course, which you can find at the link in our Instagram bio. Which obviously I charge, you know, a healthy fee. But I'm giving out some advice here, some rugby league advice. It's free advice. Listen up. It's specifically targeted to. Fastest man on planet Earth, Jason Saab, who is six foot six, I think. Six eight. He, sh- I would like. Oh, that's a fire alarm, punters and dribblers. That scared the fuck out of me. Now, is that an omen that just as I'm about to give advice to Jason Saab, a fire alarm goes off? We're back after a fire alarm. Mm, an annoying one at that. An annoying one at that. Um, but it stopped just as I was about to give some advice. You were. Now, you, do you want to go back to that, Tom? Well, now I'm like, should I not give any advice? Is that like the alarm saying, don't give advice? Is that the universe saying, shut the fuck up? It might have been. 
Because you were drowned out. I was drowned out. Now, that could be for a multitude of reasons. Take your pick as to why that might have happened. I thought you might have given some reasons there. You didn't give any. You just said it could have happened for heaps of reasons. Well, like, for example, maybe the universe doesn't want you giving advice because the advice you're going to give is going to be poor. Mm. Maybe the universe doesn't want you giving advice because the advice you're going to give is going to be uh, upsetting yep. to some. Yep. Maybe the advice isn't considered enough. Maybe it's too considered. I don't know. All I know is you went to give advice and the alarm went off and the alarm's never gone off. That when we've been in here. No, it's, it's, it's a good point. Maybe, so I hold, maybe I hold off on the advice. Maybe you hold off. I'm going to hold off on the advice. Yep. Because that alarm went off and I have to take fucking omens as, I, as they present themselves. Well, if you don't, and mine was presented. It was presented. I take it. We don't give the advice. The advice is put on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And if over the next couple of weeks, you know, I feel like the advice is needed. You can go back to the shelf. Dude. Yeah, I can go pick it up off the shelf. You can 100% go back to the shelf. Yeah. That's not a problem at all. You just go back to the shelf. Yeah. Okay. So simple. Um, Dave, what's the, uh, what's the, could you give us the, yeah, the run meters for our, our props? Um, so 11 runs for 96 meters. That was the starting prop, which did start without Who's naming names. No, uh, name them. Yeah. power. Okay. How, um, 11 runs? For 96 meters. Yikes. Um, and then Sean Kepi, who I believe started, didn't he? Even though I he was think so. I think so. Yep. He had five runs for 49 meters because Sipley didn't play. <clears throat> and what about Paseca? Paseca did all right. 13 runs for 128 metres. That's, yeah. Mm. I mean, that's better. It's the best. Uh, Kepi snaps blokes in half as well, which is at least good. But you need to have more metres from your fucking big dicks. You just need it. You just need more metres. You just need more metres. It's just not enough metres. It's simply not enough metres. More metres need to be made. Simple. Um, Simple as that. And I mean, look, that's one metric that we've decided to single out, but it's certainly fucking fair. But yeah, any dickhead blaming Tom Trebojevic is just, oh, it, it's, it's just a fucking idiot. He was always going to be a victim of his own success at some point because he couldn't possibly keep up what he was doing. Like, it just can't be done. Well, but we were, but the whole team was on a fucking roll last year. Like, yes, he did, he was like the weapon. Obviously, he was, the, he was the weapon. And without him, it was like, yeah, you could get a roll on in the forwards, but we just didn't have that freak who was able to, like, you know, pull off crazy shit. Mm. But it was still done off the back of the rest of the team playing well. Like, no one really rips and tears that hard if the rest of the team's shithouse. No, I, I completely agree. But I'm just, all I'm saying is, like, you know, him fucking butching eight blokes to score a try. It's not going to happen every week. No. That's what I mean. Yes, agreed. A victim of greatness. You were, you were like, you know, you can sometimes be a victim of your own greatness. But that's, I just love the fucking round two hot takes you see on Twitter and shit. But that's rugby league, I bro. know. No, absolutely it is. But it's just like these, it's just people after two rounds of footy who are like, well... You know, Tommy's fucking, he was good, but he's not, he was good last year, but he's not that good. Mm. Oh, no, man, you know, it was the rules. It was the rules that helped him, even though everyone played under the same rules. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway. And it's round two, so who gives a fuck? But fuck, whatever. Congratulations Take your legs. Well Take your legs. Well done to the Roosters. Well done to the Roosters. Well done to the Roosters. Well the Roosters. Hey, well. 
Well done. Well done. Well done to the Roosters. Well Apparently, done. Jakey was snapping cunts and apologising. Oh, I know. I've, I just, when I read that, it made me laugh because when we brought it up, when we interviewed he him, because no. he's a friend, he was like, no, that's not true. But like, he would have known it was true. Yeah. But just didn't want to admit it because he doesn't want to be like. He doesn't want to be no, like he's he's not he's just so nice. He's probably just like oh fuck, I'm so goddamn nice. Yeah, yeah, like some like is my niceness annoying to people? It's definitely not. It's just definitely know not. That, yeah, know that you're not annoyingly nice. No, some people just, can be annoyingly nice. Yes, where you're like fucking shut up, bro. Be yourself. Like you're annoying. Whereas <laughs> that's not you, Jake. You're a nice guy, but you're not annoyingly nice because I know that it comes from an authentic place. You're not forcing anything. Yes. If you feel the need to apologise to someone after you've snapped them in half, then that's fine by me. That's fine by As long me. as you snap and I don't give a fuck what you do. Yeah, I don't care, bro. As long as you snap and snap true. Um, now, Thomas, the rest of the games, I wanted to single out someone. Do it. If I may. Yep. Because I've got a crush. Yep. A rugby league crush. Okay. I wonder if we got the same crush. I got a I crush. reckon we might. Yeah, I reckon we might. I reckon we definitely do. I reckon we might. Yeah, his name's Nico Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. We got the same crush. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. crushing it. We're fighting yeah. over the same guy. Yeah, yeah. I thought we might. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought we might be. He is so hot and yeah. so good, dude. He had his fucking finger in so many pies on that on the weekend. Him and Moylan. Yeah, yeah. Matty was all right, but Nico particularly. He I, was pied up, bro. He was pied all the way up. He was he was fingering everything he possibly could. He was he had his finger in everything. Yeah, he was fingering anything and everything. But I think that Matty Moylan also had his finger in it. I think both the halves, the the halves <laughs> of the Sharks. Literally didn't have a spare finger. No, all ten in use. All ten in use. <laughs> all ten in use. But I, it makes me up. It's like I, I, I don't know whether this is true or not. It is only round two, but the Sharks might be my second favorite team, and it is in. It's almost purely down to Nico, and well, then Matty Moylan. No, I can tell you right now that if there was no Nico in that side, I wouldn't be feeling these feelings. Yeah. I can promise you that right now. Doesn't that show the value of a signing outside of just like, oh, a good player, but mate, also now I like the side. Mate, I was saying to him, I was saying to the boys when we were watching on Saturday, I was like, mate, it's all over. He's the signing of the year. Yeah. Pack it up. I'm horny for Nico Hines. So am I, bro. He makes me feel things. Now, am I fucking cut that Manly let him go? Yep. Better believe it. But I also can tell that he was fostered in the, our environment. Well, he's a local junior. Do you know what I mean? I can tell he was fostered yeah. in under greatness. Yeah. Now, I'm not happy that we let him go. I think that it's deplorable, but it is what it is. It's another reminder that... The, Trent Barrett came in and basically well, sabotaged but, the club. No, nah, but the storm, just they just go, well, fuck, we'll have him. Yeah. Like, no one else wanted him. And like, storm will have him. And then they fucking help foster him further. Now he gets into his, that, that little fucking seven position, first receiver, baby. Give me that seed. And him and Matty Moylan were just ripping and tearing. And again, they knocked off Parramatta, whoever was like, we're in the comp, Parra, this is the year. Yeah, again, yeah, round yeah. two doesn't matter, but God, it made it better that Parramatta lost. Sorry, Parramatta fans. I know it really hurts you, yeah. but this is rugby league and I fucking hate them. And you can't tell me, Eels fans, and again, sorry, I know it's round two, but an L's an L. 
We've already taken our licks. Yeah, we've taken ours, so get off our backs. So get off our backs, bro. We took our own licks. Uh, is that you're looking at Mitch Moses, Mitch Moses, and then I'm just like, you know what, though? I prefer this guy. Yeah. Oh, but what's – tell you what we are. We're that meme of like – and again, we not even that Mitch Moses is in our team, but it's like if we're just looking at hotties, hot halves – we're holding well, Mitchell, Mitchell Moses' hand, looking away from him over at Nico Hines. Well, Mitch Moses used to be the hot half on the scene. Now he's not. And Dylan Brown. It's almost Mitch and Dylan, then you go Maddie and Nico. Yeah, even though Maddie's not old. He's just like resurgent. He seems old, though. How old's Maddie Moylan? He'd be, what, 28, 29? No, I mean, he is old. No, he is old, but he's not that old, I don't think. But I he know, seems I, old. Some, that's, someone was telling me that on the weekend. I'm like, he's got to be in his 30s. He's turning 31 this year. Yeah. Yeah, fucked, is he really? Mm. Okay, so he is old. Dude, he's been around for ages. I know he has, but so have some players, you know? Like, you think of players who have been around for ages. It's like, oh, yeah, he's actually only 18. You're like, what? He started when he was 12? Well, the biggest one for me was always Boy Corner. I'm like, how are you not fucking 38, dude? Yeah. He's younger than us. Yeah, Boyd's, younger than me. Boyd's the oldest man in the room in any room he's in, even <coughs> in rooms with old people. That's right. So, Nico Hines, one fucking hell of a signing. Already after two weeks, people going, "Well, could he play in the halves? Can he play in the halves?" Mate, he's like a he's been a, he's play, he's been a half most of his career. Yeah, who's then put a fullback through? You know, because he needed to do a job there. Yes. Played a bit in the centres, but you know what? It's probably just developing his game, sharpening other tools in the toolkit, you know? Mm. Now he comes back maybe a better half than he ever was. Uh, he wasn't kicking him very well, but when the game was on the line and you needed to step up and kick it for his club, yep. Nico stands up there, hair soaking wet. Yeah. So wet, dude. The wettest hair you've ever seen. So goddamn. Is it thinning a bit? I don't think so. I think it's just wet. I honestly think it's just wet. But do you think it's thinned out from last season? I think that the type of hair that Nico has, if I was just to like look at it, and you know that I've got a storied history with trim and hair. Well, that's why I'm I think that generally speaking, mm. he might have thin hair. Yes. As opposed to a thinning head of hair. Yes. So and I as think, opposed to thick hair. As opposed to thick hair like, like you my, and I have. Yeah. Yep. Hair that won't quit, hair that... So it's thin hair, not thin hair. ...refuses to quit. I think there could be something to be said about the fact that he's now living in Cronulla, very close to beaches, windswept, salt water, might be playing a factor in his hair from this year to last year. Certainly. I'm looking at the extremities, the outer reaches of his hair, so I'm looking at it at the, very, at the tips. It seems like thin hair down there. Yes. I don't think he's hiding... I don't think he's smothering. I don't think he's hiding, uh, you know, uh, abandoning hair. Right. Whereas I think if you were to observe Mr. Moylan's salad. Yes. There could be an argument to make that there is a potential deforestation going on. It's the Amazon. Okay. Now. It's good to know. It's good to know, but it's not important, but it's good to know. And it is important. Um, Nico kicked it. He wasn't kicking him from the left, from the right, all night at all, but he kicked it when it needed to be kicked. And Matty Moylan set up the try on full time to get him the fucking win or to give Nico a chance at the win. That's why it was good. It was both halves ripping and tearing, and that's what I like. And there's also a few other players in and around the Sharks team that I just don't mind. So there's just a vibe about the Sharks that I'm into. Now, it also helps they beat the Eels, who I don't like. Tell you what, though, and I will give the Eels some credit. And I'll give Mitchell Moses some credit. They did score a fucking 
hectic try on half time. Is that the is that the chip and the chase? The chip and chase. Yeah. I will never tire of a chip and chase try. Well, I, you don't see enough chip and chases. I don't think. No. Not for mine. Do no, you don't. Because the chip and chase used to have a storied history in this nation. Every backyard, every fucking school ground, there's chipping and, and there's, there's chasing, chasing going on. Yeah. Okay? It's part of who we are as a people. Mm. Now, I think that has a, I think it's top down. I think if you're seeing more chip and chases at the top level, you're gonna, it's going to filter yeah. down to the youth. And then if you're reared on a healthy diet of chipping and of chasing, you're going to chip and chase for the rest of your life. I want to see it played more at the top level so that we see more of it moving forward so that we never lose the storied art of chipping and of chasing, yeah. Tom. Well That's said. what I want to say. Well said. Um, someone had to say it. You said it. I appreciate you saying it. Someone had to say it. The chip and the chase, chipping and chasing. Um, it was beautiful to see. It was a chip. There was a chase. It was gutho, back, and then fucking to, to, to Mate, Dylan store Brown. work Dylan Brown. And then Dilly Bags over to Mitchie Moses back who started the whole Moses. thing. Yeah. Back to Mitchie Moses who scored. It was a great try. Very quick hands by Gutho. Very quick hands. I tell you what probably put a dampener on the entire match though. What? That big fat gimp scomo in the crowd just fucking, hey bro, fucking get off the camera. Yeah. And like him shaking his fingers like, oi, I get it. Dude, you know he grew up in Bronte. I know it doesn't matter. Because I didn't grow up in DY. My old man's a manly boy and he passed on the traditional manly support to me. But I just... Because he's a politician and because they're all scumbags and because they all lie. I'm like, why do you go for the Sharks, you big fat loser? I'm almost <laughs> certain he only started going for the Sharks when he got pre-selected for the seat of Cook in like 2009, uh, 2007. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise anyone. Look, if he wants to go to the footy, that's fine. Stop filming him. Yeah. But he knows he's being filmed. He's like, whoa. No, no, that's what's... When they scored a try, there's this video of him swinging his fucking scarf around and I was trying to lip read him. And again, because I just think that all politicians at their core are scumbag pieces of shit who are just trying to like hoodwink everyone. It's all a, you know, it's all a bloody branding exercise. He doesn't even look like, like he looks like he's trying to behave like he would assume a supporter behaves when their team does something good. Because he's just going, I'm pretty sure he's just going, yes, yes, yes. I'm like, that's not, that's not what you say. Well, look, I don't think, I don't don't think, I don't think he, I think that he's forcing part of it. Yeah. I think he's forcing part of his. I think he'd be forcing about 90 five percent of it you reckon he's forcing 95 percent? well because now he is a sharks fan so obviously it's like well now if the sharks are good then fuck it like yeah this mm. is now part of my persona so i yeah. do want him to go well mm. but i don't know how to support them i don't know how to celebrate i just yeah and then he's like oh all the sharks fans like shaking their fingers all right fuck it i'll just do it <laughs> yeah, yeah you know yeah just stop filming him just stop filming him that's the solution but they won't stop filming him. well they should though but they won't why do I need to see him at the footy? Because he's the PM and he's a big fat gimp. I <laughs> know, oh, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it does and it doesn't, right? Like Manly has Hugh Jackman, sorry. But he never gets filmed. Well, if he's there, he does. You bet your fucking he, sweet he, dick, if Hugh Jackman's at the game, he'll get filmed. Russell Crowe, 
He'll get filmed. And he's an owner, but he's still he's a celeb. Yeah, he's a celeb. You know, the Roosters have celebrity fans, but no Roosters fans go to games, so you'll never see like David Warner at the cricket uh, at the rugby league. Well, that's right. They get 300, 400 a mm. game, and that's sort of it. The Sharks fan, biggest fan is ScoMo, and that must suck for, like, to have that big gimp associated with your club. As in, like, that's your claim to That's fame. your, we have Hugh Jackman, they have ScoMo. Yeah. This doughy, pudgy, incompetent fuckhead. <laughs> with the greatest respect. With the greatest respect. It's looking good, though, the new, like, the, you know, the new fucking hotel apartment thing it's complex coming, it's that's coming, coming together yeah. it's good to see good to see the financial the security financial security of the shark has been looked after that'd be a big loss we don't want to lose them we're under the sharks we're, we're on we're on a bit of a i'd say shark's second favorite team right now did you watch the raiders game raiders v cowboys i did i mean it was a shit game of rugby league but the raiders played shit and the cowboys played bit of rugby league well, the, the, the Raiders, mate, like, like, those fuckers, like, from a punting perspective... It's impossible. It can't be done. No. It's like, just take the fucking fixture out from a punting perspective. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. No, no, no. I don't no, know no. what I'm doing with those games for uh, two years. If I follow them, they fuck me. If I don't, they fuck me. I'm like... I, I feel like it's a me thing now. It's, it's not just... It's, there's a large element of you, and maybe I should be going off what you do and doing the opposite, but I got fucked this way. But how does that work for me? Like, because I don't want to do what I do. Is it possible to not do what I do? I don't know if it is possible for you not to do what you do, unless you were to, like, not tell anyone what you're betting on and hope that the Raiders don't find out. Because as soon as you say what you're going to do, they hear about it and do the opposite. So I've, all, I've almost got to, like, say one thing, but I actually mean the mean other. Mean the other. Maybe that's my approach now. But see, now that's going to fuck me because if you're doing... And I've already said that Yeah, now. so now you're done. So, so you now, can't do that. Now, but... Oh, God. Get confusing. Yeah, it's, you, get, you wrap yourself in a mental pretzel. I have. I have wrapped myself in a mental pretzel. Point is, don't trust the fucking Canberra Don't trust Raiders. the Raiders. You can't trust the Raiders. Imagine that trip home. Ricky would have been like trying to flog everyone on the plane and shit. Like, Dude, just that poor boiling kettle of Ricky Stewart just like... There's no way you can fly directly from Canberra to Townsville either, I don't reckon. There's a stopover, you I reckon? I reckon there's a stopover, which would have made it so much scatter. Like, but would you spend you the go, night? Just let me sleep in towns and we get up early and go, I don't want to have to do a stopover at like two in the morning at fucking... No, I reckon they stay the night, but then I reckon they have to fly by Brisbane or Sydney. They, you know what? They deserve it. Yeah, I they hope they fly it. to Sydney and then drive to fucking... Yeah, yeah, Canberra. and then get on a bus and yeah. drive to Canberra to save a little bit of coin. Yeah. That'd be really Canberra Raiders behavior. Dude, they just... The cow, they made the Cowboys look good. And the Cowboys did look good in that game. I tell you what, Vinny Chase. Vinny Chase is... Vinny Chase... Vinny Chase is doing the thing, bro. You cannot knock Vinny Chase, who is Chad Townsend. If you don't know, go back and listen to the podcast. If you knew, um, his favorite actor of all time is Vinny Chase. His favorite character, character in any TV show or movie is all Vinny time is in the Vinny history Ch of cinema and television is Vinny Chase. <laughs> Vinny Chase, which is Montage. my favorite, possibly rugby league fact ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> Vinny Chase playing well. Vinny Chase, Vinny Chase playing well. He is. Like He's I, made think, him I look, think you owe Vinny Chase an apology Well I don't think we owe Vinny Chase anything No I think you do Why do I owe him an apology? 
Because you've had it out for Vinny. I, fuck off, I've had it out for Vinny. I didn't think he was a good signing. I'm not apologising for an opinion. <laughs> and again, they're fucking 1-0. Oh, or 1-1, one one, sorry. You don't you think you owe Vinny anything? Definitely not. <laughs> but what I will say is that I... Where, where before the revelations of Vinny Chase and Chad... I wasn't necessarily as pro Chad as I am post the Vinny Chase revelation. Yeah, he's, he's allowed you to see him in a different light. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. Yes. It's where you, you, you have a preconceived notion of yeah. someone and then you learn a bit about them, what makes them tick, yeah. what makes their mind work, what gets them out of bed in the morning. Knowing that he gets out of bed for two reasons, A, to play rugby league football and B, to watch Entourage. Yeah specifically to watch Vinny, Vinny Chase, Chase go about his work. Changed my opinion. We on might it. have to get Tobler on the old... Uh, well, he used to be Chad from Chad. Yes. He used to be Chad, Chad, Chad. Well, he was Chad. the only Chad in the NRL, the first Chad to play rugby league. His name was Chad, middle name Chad from, from Chad. From Chad. That's old school. That's old school. If you That's know what we're days. talking about, good on you. Yeah. He's now Vinny Chase. He's a different player. And it's showing. Mm. Could you argue, Tom... Could you argue yep. that the moment the world found out of his love for all things Vinny Chase, he actually started playing better footy? Well, that's, I mean, it's almost undeniable. Last week, because no a one knew a, that until he went up there and did the the question and answer for the Cowboys. Yeah, and then we illuminated the world to it. Yes. We took it to the world. That's right. Uh, yeah, look, I, I don't think that that's a crazy statement to make. I don't think that's a crazy statement to make. I would like, again, maybe Tobler can do this, and by maybe I mean he will, um, but knock up something where just we insert Chad's face into entourage scenes. Yeah, well, he, it, he will do that. Yeah, he will do that. That's not, there's no ifs. It wasn't a maybe. I said maybe, but it's actually he'll just do that. Maybe? No. We'll work it out. No, he will. Vinny Chase and the Chases. Um... So, yes, I do hate the Raiders for that, from that betting perspective. The other one that, that, that rooted me was South's Storm. So that, in hindsight, Storm 1-12, probably the smarter bet, but I just thought they were going to pound them. And then South... I mean, this, this is the problem with early season rugby league anyways. You don't know. It was a good game, though. It's funny. I don't know exactly. Maybe we can ask Kempi when we do the show and he'll be able to explain it or we can look into it. I don't know. Um, there hasn't been these... Just early rounds, there hasn't been these fucking crazy blowout scores like we had last season. Now, obviously, you have an off-season to practice and to, I guess, maybe train specifically to not allow those things to happen. Because, like... Last season, it seemed like every week there was a couple of fucking monster scores. Is it just the six again inside your own half is now a penalty as opposed to a six again? That's the only rule change that's been made. And that's changed that much? Like, Well, I think that the game was... Look, again, this is getting pretty fucking X's and O's-y and that's not where we do our best work. But the game, I think, was definitely slowing down even towards the end of last year. Yeah. Plus this rule change, it's changed everything again. The shit teams have got better. The better teams don't seem to have got better, if that makes sense. So everything's come back together. Like, unders has been the fucking play yeah. so far this season. Yeah. The games have been fucking tight. 1-12, to 12, thanks for coming. There's been, has there been any 13 pluses? Very few. Well, mm -hmm. cows. 
beat the Raiders by 20 points. To the night, and Knights won 13 plus, but like... Cows 13 plus would have been such a fucking... Imagine calling that. Cows 13 plus. That would have been... I mean, that just would have been... Would have been massive. But it's good for rugby league football because there was alarm, there was concern, there was despair last year at times when your team was getting fucking pumped 50 nil and we were doing a lot of it we were doing a lot of the pumping so we were doing we we like i get it from a pumping perspective that was fun but getting bent over week after week that was fun tough going it's good for the game that's what we know tight honest true grinding rugby league football with plenty of razzle dazzle in there is good for the soul which was that, that Storm game was fucking crazy. That Storm South game was actually like the finish to that. Mate, Latrell's fucking walk off, turn around, Steph Curry esque two point field goal was the arsiest fucking thing all weekend. Well, not it, not arsy because he's done it before, but it was like it was horny. It was arsy, horny. I'm arsy yeah, in a good way. He missed three not that hard conversions. I mean, two of them. Yes, not that hard. you're one, right. It's, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, to yeah. He that flushed like, that. He flushed it. Up. It was yeah. it was beautiful. And I, I can't believe that some people and not. I don't think this is a Latrell thing. This is more like a some people just with their really lame fucking like rugby league takes or they're just sort of like soft cocky. Um, uh, I guess like emotions around things like this, but like. People who found his, like, resp- reaction to that, like, arrogant, fucking Latrell being arrogant to the crowd after he hits that drop goal. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? That was sick. That's like showmanship, right? The crowd's against you. The opposition's against you. We're all doing a bit of back and forth. We're all smashing each other. It's like rubbing your face in the ground. I hit a 48-meter a field goal to tie it up, two points, as if I'm not going to celebrate when the crowd's been giving me shit all game. That's what it's about. It's the theatre of sport. I don't understand. What that. are we talking about, you idiots? Yeah, to give you a hot tip. Whoever's saying that, if put in the same situation, what, do you reckon they're going to be humble? What do you mean? It's not even... It's about, like, you see it in the NBA, no, for celebrate. example. You're like, fucking oath. I've just... Look what I've just done. But, like, I mean, you would celebrate. Yeah. What's, what's, I'm not saying that it's not humble to celebrate. I'm just saying, like, what, you're just going to do nothing? Yeah. And walk back to the yeah. fucking kickoff? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, if he had just jumped and... You know, fist pumped. Is that any different to like doing? This yeah, one? exactly. The crowd's booing like, him and shit. That? Like, of course yeah. you're gonna get up on, get up, like, and uh, give it back to him. Or at least, if you do, you shouldn't be shocked that someone is. You may not like. You may be someone who doesn't react that way. But if someone does react that way, what the fuck's the problem? Um, no problem. No, there isn't a problem. It's just you know you see it on the P's and D's page, or you hear about someone, or you see it on Twitter or some shit. You just see like you see dumbasses being dumbasses. Um, Great game, Pap iced it. Dude, Pap Pap can clutch. ice Pap yeah. can ice a game. He's clutch. Big time. Pap can ice a game. Oh, Pap knows how to ice. Pap likes ice. Pap likes ice like I like ice. Yeah. He's an iceman. He's a nice guy. He's an ice machine in his house. Yeah. He's an ice cunt. That's it. Simple as that. But another great round of footy, except if you're a Manly fan, then it was tough. Yeah. Obviously um, everyone else has lost, like you're losers, so you get it. I just I read in the paper. Where the SMH just uh, when we were outside for that fire alarm, that it was like, oh, apparently the cheese was given. There's like a photo of the cheese giving mm. Latrell shit after the game by like, you know, he's talking to Munster and, and um, Pat and he's doing the Latrell ear thing to him. And they're like, oh, yeah, it hasn't gone down really well at South because he's like mocking Latrell. I'm like, what the fuck world are we living in where like, firstly, 
it might get Latrell offside. Like, he might be like, fuck you, you're making fun of me. But also, I find it hard to believe because it's a, like, that's you, they're your opposition. And this guy has been celebrating after he's pumped a field goal and then you guys have won the game. So you're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. I, do you know what I mean? Mm. There's just this childish, a very childish nature to trying to cultivate drama. That's a great part. I think, um, like, in the media, that kind of showed their hand a bit, their biases, whatever. Because you look at last week when, um, was it Herbert or Philip Sammy who did the Gutho on Gutho when he scored the try? You know, he did the Yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah, everyone yeah. thought was sick. No one thought that was disrespectful or anything. And I was saying to Maddie before, I think the journos were just caught between hating Luttrell and hating the Storm and, like, who do we write a bad article about? Yeah, that? and it was like, oh, you know, the thing that really hurt was that Cheese didn't even play. Like, just shut the fuck up. Shut up. Mm. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Back to know. bed. Back to bed. But again, it's rugby league, so I love it. Um, is there any more? What other? Was there anything else? In I mean, the Knights looking good against the Tigers. I don't think there was anything else. Yeah, Broncos beat Dogs. Broncos beat Dogs. That game wasn't very good. Penrith also won, but... Yeah. Of course, Penrith won. Penrith now trying to lock in the Clearies for like 50 years. They want to sign them to like 2060. Well, 2027, 1.1 a year. Three-year extension. A lot of money. Lot, lot of cheese. A lot of cheese. A lot of cheese. 1.1, 2027. I think you'll take it. I think Ive takes it. I think he takes it. I think they take it. I think they both take it. I think there's a lot of take and done. Yeah. Um, and when you take something, consider it taken. Oh yeah, but you got to give something. You got to give some. There can be no take without give. And or if be- there is, then you know the resentment is bred. Well, you get f- you get le- you get moved on. Mm. You get taken out the back and you know shot, shot metaphorically, which in other words is you're sold or moved on to the Tigers. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you're either shot literally or you're, in the worst case scenario, yeah. moved to the Tigers. That's right. Who suck. That's right. Tigers Big suck. Big thanks again to our friends at KO. Thank you, KO. KO thank you so thank much. You. Thank, thank you. you. We love KO. KO, thank you so much. KO, you the man. All woman. You're the best. You're the best. You're the best. Don't know what gender you are, but you are the best. You are the best. You are the you're best. The best. You're the best. Round. Nothing's ever going You're the best. Uh. Go, Manly. Go, Manly. We Manly pumped the close. dogs. Are we going to go to that game? It's at Brookie. It's six o'clock on a Sunday night. Mm, possibly. Yeah. Possibly. But yeah. 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 If it's, yeah. It's Sunday. Anyway. Thanks to Kat. Let's dribble. Tom, Eddie, D or Dave, it's a DMC table dribbler here. Um, I was watching the epic Arn Doe movie last night, Footy Legends, uh, where essentially him and his six mates join a footy comp to win a Holden SSU because they're so poor. Um, and it got me thinking, what would be the HSP version of that? Um, so if you guys were to get seven mates together to win a HS, SS Commodore, uh, who would you get? I'm thinking Tom, Eddie, and Denon. Uh, then maybe D or Davis, a little nippy half. And then in the front row, you got Ironside, Nilso, and Jarch. So that's seven, I think. I don't know. 
Ken here, Thoughts Boys. Beer soon. Knights Premiership soon. Uh, yeah, peace out, mate. I'm confused. Same. I'm confused by that one, and Dave couldn't hear it, so he can't even fucking illuminate. Do I, I need to know? Do I need to know what Arn does? That movie. I think that's. I think, I think we've been out. You've never not... seen Footy Legends. No. no. Are you kidding? That's Which a classic where, rugby league. That's movie. where I think we're confused because I've never seen that fucking movie. I think if we had a scene, it would have been really obvious. Yeah. Because as soon, as soon as he said it, I was like, oh, well, fuck. Like, I'm kind of out of the loop here. Hopefully, it's nothing too. Like, how about how good was this scene? I know the movie. Yeah. But I've never seen it. I would bet my dick Matty Nabes makes an appearance in that film somewhere. And if he doesn't, it's not something I want to see. I now want to watch. How do I watch it? Should we do a Footy Legends companion? We could do one. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm that desperate to do that, to I be honest. I don't know. If I, I immediately I don't know. regretted that as soon as it left my yeah, mouth. Yeah, and that's why it wasn't, that's why it was met with, <laughs> you know. Claudia well, Carvin. Shout out to Claudia Carvin. It's on, okay, it's on binge. Sure. Okay. I can do that. We can do that. We can do that. We've been given a binge subscription we recently. Have, we have been given a binge subscription. Why? Shout out to binge. Because when, you know, when you get like massive like we are, yeah. you just get given You shit. get given binge subscriptions. <laughs> How do you know you've made it? When you get a binge subscription. That's right. We so don't even watch have to it. ask for it. No. Nah. Maybe uh, we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll just watch it and let you know. Sorry, haven't seen it. Let's move on. On we go. Great dribble. That really good stuff. Good dribble. Great dribble. We'll watch it soon. <clears throat> This week, probably. Yeah, maybe. Let's not put pressure on ourselves. Good point. Tom, Eddie, Dio Dave, Tommy Tolbler. Um, bounced out on a Sunday, and, you know, watching a few few rom-coms, um, including The Heartbreaker, uh, Bridge to Tarabithia, which, you know, just hits me emotionally for six. I've seen it. Doesn't sound like Leaves me in a, a glass case of emotion. And, um, not much comment on it. Yeah, boys, I'm just wondering... Do you think on movies they should have a uh, a sadness rating, like how on Hot Foods they have a spiciness rating, like yes. five chilies is the hottest, and for a movie they could have like tears, five tears is like a notebook worth your tearjerker where like you will cry. Ali and me. Yeah, You'll kind of hate yourself, hate the people in the movie for Click. a good on. period of time and just hate life. Um let me know what your thoughts are, boys. And, uh, yeah. I think that's a fucking terrific idea. Because let's just say, for example, you'd had like a long week and you maybe had a big weekend and you're on Sunday. You're you depleted. You're depleted, but you just want to watch something really wholesome. And you're like, you see Marley and me, you see like a dog on the front, you see Owen Wilson, you're like, perfect. Great. This looks like a happy movie. Jennifer Anderson hot, Owen Wilson hot, funny dog. Let's dog, watch I it. I like dogs. Dogs are great. Dogs I are love mad. dogs. And then you watch it and at the end you're like, why the fuck didn't anyone tell me this was going like on? I'm covered in my own tears. Yeah, sorry to, sorry to uh, spoiler alert, but the dog dies, right? Yeah. And <laughs> you know what? It just reminds you that everything ends. Yeah. That, you know what? Yeah. Death is inevitable and yeah. so why fucking bother? Yeah, it's really intense. It gets five out of five tier ratings. Yes. For me. Well, I like that. I think that's a smart move. We get a lot of horse shit dribble on this podcast. That might be the most helpful idea we've had for a minute. So that's one of the smartest things we've heard in the last six months. Comfortably. I like it. So a tier rating on film so you don't get caught in a Marley and me situation where you basically need to fucking lock yourself in a room for a week. Yeah, that's right. Or you just refuse to get out of bed. Yeah, don't get out of bed. On we go. Great dribble.
It was at the Gundawindi gut bust and the Colin Curry big flurry. <laughs> Head down to fucking Newcastle. After our silky sorghums halfway underwater after the Tasman Seas washed her over the dog. Anyway, so we found ourselves at the uh, Newcastle Quickie Mart and uh, this this young SA found himself with a pack of sour worms <laughs> rented out of the fucking street. Anyway, this gentleman from behind the counter <laughs> sprinted after him with a fucking pogo stick. <laughs> And belted the living shit out of him. His brother coming from the other quickie mart. Close the door. Come down the street. Belted the shit out of him. <laughs> anyway, it's good to see a few blokes serving a bit of justice around the street. Uh, anyway. Anyway, uh, cotton never, cattle forever. Fucking Tony Carroll bull tackle. I love me pork crackle. <laughs> Let's get windy. See you, boys. I love that. So, I mean, firstly, those guys are like as close to fucking Nick Cummins, the honey badger. Yeah, they were speaking in a lot. They of were like speaking in Nick Cummins, shit. yeah, so, I like, which I liked. No, I liked it. But seeing a bloke get bashed with a pogo stick for, for stealing, stealing sour worms, worms <laughs> is fucking. That's funny. That's a bit funny. of hunter justice for you there. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. We'll do. Oh, it. you want to fucking knock off some sour worms in the hunter, bro? I would have got seven bucks for that. I want it. Yeah. Well, it's exactly that's the starters. Uh, sour worms aren't cheap. No, they're not. But also, a and, they're not, and, they're, and they're pretty fucking sour. They're not too sour. No, no, they're the right amount of sour. Yeah, a great amount of sour. Yeah, which is why they're so expensive because they're fucking because they're top tier. They're top tier. The use of a pogo stick to flog a lad, though, I, I would, I'm, I'm impressed by it. I'm also shocked. Well, it's one of those things where you start to ask questions about why a presumably grown man has a pogo stick under the counter, ready to rock and roll. When a baseball bat, probably just even ergonomically going to be an easier situation to or is he a two stone two birds with one stone sort of operator where he goes listen do i enjoy pogoing well do how do i get to work i do how do i get to work i pogo do you send the price I, of petrol could i use this as a weapon as well yes i can so i i've got transportation's tick my weapon saving tick. money on petrol tick 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 and i can beat the shit out of a lad were he to steal sour worms from my quickie mart yep and heaven behold that's what I've just done. Yeah, that's eyes up footy from. from Do that you guy. reckon he chased him on the pogo stick? <sighs> well, are you quicker on a pogo, or I are you quicker you, on I reckon, foot? I reckon you would be if you knew what you were doing. If you, yeah, right. If you were like you get a, a pogoer of note, you have note. Like if you're a late pogoman, yeah, and you or get, woman, or woman, and you get like a, a run up, and then you boom, and then you just like get the angle right, and you just start. and you just you've got to lean. You, you know, like motorbike a, riders, like, uh, the, like into a they, uh, the MotoGP, when they're, they're basically just like horizontal when they're taking corners. Yeah, they're like legs are on the ground. Yeah, I assume that that, if you're one of the great pogo stick riders mm. that we've seen, yeah. you're essentially leaning all the way forward. That's what I think. Yeah. All right. Interesting. I, interesting. I'd love to see, like, if there, there definitely would be somewhere, and we're not going to do it now because the internet's testy, but like pogo stick races. I want to see how good a pogoer can get. Yes. That's, a, that's homework. What does the best in class look like? No, record's not. Not record. I need speed. to see like fast. Speed. Okay, hang on. He completed the mile in 10 minutes, two seconds, smashing the previous record. A mile in 10 minutes is not as quick as running. <laughs> So maybe maybe the angle thing is like defies physics, can't be done. Look, let's move on. <laughs> we'll come back to this. You got a fuckload of dribbles to get to. Maybe that's the next podcast. Yeah, that might be Thursday. That pod. might be Thursday. Yep. 
We'll be back. Mark it down, Dave. 10 minutes, two seconds. He's fucking pumped the record, though. Two minutes and 10 seconds, he better buy. No, 14 seconds. Oof. It's impressive. Hey, g'day, boys. It's uh, Cracker Bulk here. Lord Bulk, uh, mate, just walking around Paddington. It's a really beautiful full moon, and I'm just checking. I don't have any reception, and it's actually crazy how I actually got reception in this storm of a, you know, a full moon. But I was just, I don't have reception, don't have any data. I was just checking. Do you know, guys, the score of uh, the Roosters and Manly game? Mm. Mm. Uh, it sounded similar to, you know, the grand final in 2013. So I was just double-checking and um, just like to give a quick shout-out to Tommy Burns. Nice work on the on the 9-inch cheesies, baby. I love cheese. Love you, boys. Go the Chooks. I won't see you in the bottom eight, obviously, but, um, you know, good luck with the rest of the season. Mm. Okay. Look, that's a lick. Yep. Well, they're, take all, that as they're always coming. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he did, he did say something nice, you know, about my cheeseburgers, but... It was mainly a licking. Well, I'm I'm putting it down as a licking. Tom. Yeah, let's move on. Because I didn't get any no, compliment at all. You didn't. Let's chalk that up as a lick. <laughs> Cock-a-doodle-doo. Yep. There they they're, come. They're, they're rolling in. Here they come. Rolling in. Oh, sorry. Michael picked the golf again. I wasn't on it. Boys, Ash from Triple F, how you going? Manly 13 plus my ass, you motherfuckers. Um, call me Josh Schuster because I couldn't fucking see Tommy Turbo on that field all fucking night. All I could see was Teddy's beard. Fucking Chooks 2022, up the Chooks, fucking beer soon, nose beer soon, and fucking yeah. That's a lick. That's a licking. That's yeah, a licking. Yeah, we're balls deep in a lick here, bro. Okay. Balls deep in a lick. to death. Let's move on. Pounded into the earth. Lick near to death. Hey, g'day, Tom, Eddie, Steve or Dave. Uh, it's the pillow dribbler here. Um, just calling up because I've uh, recently developed a bit of a, a dribble... Um, habit whilst sleeping and uh, tuning into the Thursday potty this week. Uh, I was hearing the chat about the quality of sleep and I just wanted to know, boys, whether uh, either of you happen to dribble a little bit in your sleep and, and wake up to the uh, the feeling of moisture on your pillow or is that rare or... Um, yeah, wondering whether then um, whether the quality of... whether the presence of dribble on the pillow in the morning maketh the quality of a sleep. Can you hear your thoughts, boys? Cheers. I don't think the two are in a... I don't think they're linked necessarily. No, inexorably linked. Ext- yeah, I can't say that word. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't dribble, but Ella, shout out to you. She's a dribbler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do sometimes. Steph also dribbles in her sleep. And look, is it... Is it, uh, you know, a little off-putting when you wake up to your significant other in, like, a pool of fucking dribble on a bed? It's not the hottest thing I've ever seen. No, it's not hot. It's not sexy. It's definitely not sexy. 
but it is what it is. She's usually like she she'll go, oh what? Yeah, oh no, what? Not me. <laughs> Except that it's coming directly from my mouth. Is this you? Uh, nah, nah it's you, bro. That's you, bro. That's <laughs> uh, you, bro. It's on your pillow. Yeah, it's on your pillow. I don't know if that was his question, but fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not for me, but yeah. I do sometimes. Sure, but I see it. I I've certainly seen do it. I've sometimes. Seen, I've seen it done. I've seen it done. Oh, I've seen it done. And it is... It's not nightly, but I've seen it done. Nah. But when it happens, it's fucking gross. <laughs> Good for you, though, bro. Good for you. On we go. Tom, Hetty, Dior, punters and dribblers. It's the stats man back with an NRL dribble for you. Round three sees the Eels take on the Storm. And here is one for all those supporters who are waiting for the sun to explode. Melbourne Storm have not beaten Parramatta without Cameron Smith in their side since 2006. I can hear Dior furiously fact-checking this as we speak, but believe me, it's true. Be soon. Wow. That's interesting. That's a fucking crazy, crazy start from the stats, man. Mustn't have missed much footy. Well, there's certainly that, you'd think. So Dave obviously can't hear it, but he was mentioned in there. Mm. And I can guarantee you Dave wasn't furiously researching. But Dave can't hear it. We couldn't hear it. No, you, Storm haven't beaten the uh, Eels yes, with, without Cameron, Cameron Smith, Smith since yeah. 2006. I wonder how many games they've won. Yeah, how many games is that is? What, is that we, one or two? We have put 60 points on them twice. That's since, not the point. Since 2013. That's not the point. Have you beat like how many times have you played him without Cameron Smith? That's more the question. Well, yeah, exactly. Because like, there's probably a lot of teams that have that. Well, twice last year. Not necessarily. Well, they did beat him twice last year. Oh, they did. Yeah, right. But other than that, I don't really know. Anyway, it's a great start. It's a fun start. It's a it's a start you could take home to mum and dad. Yeah, that's a start you can you know you get in a Christmas cracker. Yeah, well, yeah, Christmas cracker start. Quickest, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks, Stats, man. Appreciate you, bro. I like when he calls in, dude. Yeah, same. They're just easy to listen to. Yeah, I learn something. Bite-sized pieces of... Content. (coughs) (coughs) Fuck you, Eddie. Okay. That was a... I was looking for you. I was a guy coughing... So he's saying I gave it to him? Because well, I got it at the live show. Yeah. I don't know if that's what he's saying. But I didn't hand it out. Then. No, you, you were pounded Someone, by unless the that, unless, unless he gave it to some, you. No one's owned up to as to who gave it to me yet. No one's I fucking, mean, it's hard to know, right? Well, like, if you got it a day afterwards, you're first in line. Yeah, looking at you. Like, if you wake up from that weekend sick, like that night. You had it. And you had it, out. you were giving it to me that night. Not me, baby. I'm walking around COVID proof. Good for you, bro. Thanks, man. Where do we go? Fucking manly never. <laughs> manly. <laughs> Rocky Beach Hotel. Suit. Fuck off, dear. <laughs> yep, okay. We move straight on from that. That's another licking. No, they're licking. Tom, Eddie, punters, and dribblers. It's the Asian star dribbler here. Um, 
probably spent the weekend for a mate's birthday up at uh, Nelson Bay Way, Shoal Bay Way, about an hour north of God's Country, Newcastle. And uh, boys, I've seen in the 48 hours I've been here, I've seen about six to seven puns and dribblers hats. Love that. And like, that's just bloody crazy, right? In Newcastle, I know you probably see the one random phantom hat going around every, you know, three months or so. But to see six or seven in a forty-eight hour span, like, is it fair to say that Nelson Bay is the punter and dribbler capital of Australia? Some sort of camera fame, but yeah. So just want to get your boys' thoughts. Maybe you should do like a live show up here, being the capital of Australia of your boys' body, and um. Love to hear that. Yeah, we do like to hear that. Obviously, obviously, huge in Nelson Bay. Well, obviously, we're big fans of Nelson Bay's work. I always have been. I've always enjoyed the Bay of Nelson. Yeah, uh, good golf course there, just for what it's worth. Great golf course there. Great, great, great golf course there. One of the best. Um, Plenty- so, listen, shout out to Nelson Bay. More hats on sale in the next couple of weeks, actually, as well as the 13-plus jumpers this week. Correct. So keep an eye out for all that shit. That that tied in nicely. Allowed us to promote the merch. It did. Hats merch. on sale soon. Merch coming. Merch 13 coming. plus jumpers on merch sale. Coming. Merch coming. Merch coming. Merch coming. How many more of these we got, David? Um, we can do like two more. I reckon we do two more. Yeah. Perfect. And then I'm going to get some breakfast because I've earned it. I've got to wait until midday because uh, I'm a pig. How's it going? Long time listener, first time caller. Can we turn this dude up, Dave? Um, just calling the regarding the debate of when to send your kid to school. I'm in a similar boat to Eddie. My mum is a school principal. She always advises to send your kid mm-hmm. early. Um, so in this case, Tom, go with what you think. Send it early and don't hold it back. Don't make it young for the grade. More evidence of that is that when I played for you, the two best kids in the team, Corey and Jerome, were both fucking born in January. So they always ripped his head. Um, just goes to show that, yeah, Sporting dominance comes with being old for the grade. And also, I only finished school a few years ago. I remember when we were in year 12 and year 11, kids were getting their licence first. They were the maddest comes in the grade. And kids that had to wait, like a couple of my mates had to wait, and they said they were fucking spewing. And also, fakies, hard to come by now. And they seem to not fucking work much. Mm. So definitely send um, your daughter, you know, early. Don't hold her back. You turn that back down now, Dave. That volume's fucking huge. Thank you. Um, he was getting confused. He was getting confused. He was. He kept saying, "Send them early. Don't hold them back." But he meant hold them hold back, them back. Don't, don't send, send them early. early. And listen, he was. I think he'd said he tried to dribble a couple of times. He probably fucked up a few times. This was a big moment. He still got his message across. No, nah, I got what he meant. He, like he, he's saying, don't fucking send your kid to school a year early and make him be young for the entire goddamn experience. Hold him back. Let this is what I want to do. And She's born dominate. in Jan. Let her be older than everyone else and just fucking dominate everyone. And then also get her license first. Et al. Everything else. Drink first. Interesting about the fakies thing, though, because fake IDs when we were at school was like, they were actually, I had a mate who I won't mention who was phenomenal at it. And I may have even said the story on the fucking potty before where basically he was from Goulburn and police in Goulburn arrested kids for like, was arrested, arrested this kid for being a fucking, he was like kicked out of a pub for being a fuckwit. 
they were like, give us your license. He showed him the license. The cops like, all right, well, he's obviously 18. He's just a prick. They took him down to the station and then scanned it officially in their, like, scanner. And we're like, oh, this thing's fake. And there was, like, a newspaper article about, like, you know, fake IDs in Goulburn and hoodwinking the cops. And my mate's like, yo, I'm unstoppable. Um, but interesting to know now that whatever the technology is, fake IDs, much more difficult to... We can't do. scratch them anymore. Because there's, like, a hologram or some no, shit. No, because they're, like, they've got, like... Your birth date, I think, is like scrawled like fucking hundreds of times in the background. Uh, it's funny how long it took them to just wise up to like ways to stop the scratching from being possible. But it doesn't. But the but the lookalike surely still ran. Yeah, lookalike's still a thing. Has to be. I had a lookalike once that was disgraceful. Like I could not have looked less like this person, and I only had a crack a couple of times with it because I was like, I can't go in with this thing. I yeah I I I I look alike for like six months, maybe longer. And it worked. Yeah, fuck yeah. I had a look alike, and I was in a knee brace, and I was at, in the cross. Shout out to Vegas in the cross. Oh, is it Vegas? Yeah, Vegas. And I was going to get in with this look alike, and the guys just looked at me and gone. And he's gone like tried to get me to like come aside like he's gonna get me in some shit here. This look like, and I had to just like turn and try and crutch away quickly. <laughs> like this guy could have chased me if he wanted to, but I think he sort of just took pity on me as I'm like crutching down the fucking street and the cross. Like shit, he's onto me. Get yeah, out of here. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. I had a proper fake fake ID um, that got taken the first time I tried to use it at a bar. I managed to go to the bottle o and use it successfully, and then the first time I went to Beach Road Hotel, got it taken by the guy who eventually became my boss. But I bought the proper fake ID online using, in what would have been 2015, I had one Bitcoin and then spent that on a fake oh, ID. Oh, David, you spent a Bitcoin on a fake ID. Well, two, fuck. including my mates. So, you know, we really got our money's worth. Good for you for being into crypto that long ago. I still <laughs> am not into it. Um, yeah. You probably needed it to buy. Well, yeah, that's yeah. how you had that's to get it. Point. That's a good point. And with the, like, the phone IDs these days, you can't forge those. You know how you can have your ID on your phone? You can't, oh, because why? On the, on the New South Wales app. Because that's your ID. You've got to be signed in. Like, I got asked recently, I think at Watson's Bay, they were like, I was showing them my card, and they were like, can you show us on your phone? And I'm like, bro, I don't have that set up. This is my ID. And they were like, oh, whatever. Interesting. So they're getting strict. Yeah, You up. could, but could you technically not log into someone's... You could, but then when you're showing them other things, like I don't know if they still ask for it, but when you're showing your vaccination passport and shit, you got to have everything the same name. Yeah, right. Uh, admin city. That's, admin probably, city. that's probably how they get them now on the way in to pubs. They're yeah. like, where's your vaccine license? So you'd have to have it all matching up. Nightmare. Fucking nightmare. Mm. I think we wrap that up. I think we wrap it up there. Wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. Uh, see you Thursday, cunts. Later, Cons, bike. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>